0: janet today janet tomorrow janet forever the janet jackson podcast where two cousins discuss all things janet jackson we are so excited about janet's rock hall induction that today we're doing a special episode to talk about just that okay well maybe not just that but mostly that my name is courtney and i'm here with my cousin
1: cousin kim and i'm so excited to be talking about janet
0: i had to sing it this time <laughs> Do what you feel. Do what you feel. So like I said, we're going to talk mostly about the Rock Hall induction. But before we get into that, uh, let's talk about the kerfluffle that happened on the internet (laughs) with um, the Glastonbury posting. So as you know, Janet will be performing at the festival Mm -hmm. in June over (laughs) in the UK. And uh, everybody's excited. It's a big deal. I think she's not been there maybe for, I think, was it 10 years? It's been some time Mm -hmm. since she's been to the UK. So everybody was super excited. So when the posting came out originally from Glastonbury, on their social media account, the killers were listed as the first act. And, you know, typically for the billing, the... The biggest act gets the top billing. So they had the killers listed on there. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: maybe a week later, Janet posts on her social media account and (laughs) her name was first on the poster and set the internet ablaze.
1: What did you think of that? Put some respect on that name. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) it's the truth i loved it because if you don't think you number one nobody else would think you number one (laughs) i had no problem with janet saying wait a minute hold up y'all must have forgot her name is selling tickets too but yeah i don't blame janet move me to the top don't put me in that corner with baby Mm. (laughs) nobody puts janet in a corner I
0: loved it. I was like, power move. But I do think a couple things. One, so I liked it, but I still am not sure that she even saw it, right? Like I'm sure other people are running her social media account, postings. So I'm not sure that she like directed someone to put her name first. And in fact, I was I, I was thinking about this and I was like, I feel like she's probably so unbothered. She just would not have even, even dared to care. But I'm hoping that's, Someone in her camp was like, nah, this ain't right. It gotta be fixed.
1: And if whoever in the camp that did that, I applaud them because you should think your boss deserves yeah. more than that. So <laughs> I don't know if Janet knew where she was on the poster, but obviously her people was like, Oh, not today. Right. As it should be. <laughs> as it should be. I mean, if you
0: look at that poster, and I like the killers, so don't get don't get it twisted. Like oh, yeah, they are they're in, a good. Band. They are in the shuffle in the car right now. Um, mm-hmm. but they're not Janet Jackson, and no one is so like if to me, until she dies, if oh. she shows up, whether she <laughs> performs four minutes or forty, she is top build. like <laughs> there is no other options, I don't know. How you would get around that? That's like sticking Diana Ross in
1: the middle of a poster. Like, you're not going to do that. Nah, you can't put Diana won't let you release the poster. You're not going to do that.
0: Right. As
1: she, <laughs> as
0: she commandeered the entire Grammys for her birthday celebration.
1: <laughs> Only Diana Ross can stop in the middle of her show and just be like, you know what? I want to see reach out and touch. <laughs> So, yeah. So I don't know if she saw it,
0: whether she did or if she didn't, but I'm glad it was made right. And this is right. Um, yes. But I was surprised how much press it got. Like, was nothing else happening that day? I feel like a, a lot of attention was paid from a lot of different outlets. About that name change,
1: it's because Janet. We're so used to Janet just being very polite, and you know, yes, and it's fine, and um, yeah. mm -mm. This was like Janet. This was Janet's teen way of saying, you know what? (laughs) We can let a lot of things slide, (laughs) but no, (laughs) you know, not that. I agree. It was a slow day because, like, even my um, usual entertainment channels were kind of like picking it up, but still, Janet power moved like that for all It was, kudos. yeah.
0: And I appreciate it. I feel like so much more now. And again, I don't know if she did it or her team did it or whatever, but it was the right thing to do. And if it was her, and I hope that it was her, I love that she is really starting to demand what she deserves. Mm-hmm. And she shouldn't have to demand it, but I'm glad that she is because I don't know how to describe it, but she's like the most underrated superstar in the world and i think that's a uh just a natural branch from her personality right like she isn't unless she's performing she isn't one who's trying to be center of attention me 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 that kind of thing right Mm -hmm. and i think that that probably has lent itself to like between albums she goes on and becomes like the forgotten soul but I'm glad now that she you know last year twenty eighteen was fantastic for her with folks just raising up to give her her flowers, and I was like she's like I think embracing all that she is and and the true legacy and what she's earned, and like, yo, I deserve to be here, and that's what I think that it took a long time for her to kind of accept is like everything you're getting, all these accolades, all of all of these applause, all of this love, like you deserve it, you earned it. Claim it, it's yours. I
1: think that great artists are like great athletes. As the game goes on, you have to make adjustments. And I think she realized that in order to make, to stay relevant in this generation, you got to stay out there. The attention spans are only a minute. So if you go away for a year, it's like you went away for 10. So I think she gets that now and she's making adjustments in her game. Yeah. I know that here recently she released some pictures Mm -hmm. with the wig. I like the curly wig. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I already know where I'm going. Uh (laughs) I like Janet with curly. I think it brings out her cheeks and her smile. I think it's better than what we've already gotten, but... (laughs) (laughs) I have a
0: conflicted relationship with this new red wig. How? I am... (laughs) So... I don't know if you ever watched Seinfeld. Did you ever watch Seinfeld? I watched a couple. There was an episode where Jerry was dating a woman. They called her Two Faced. So, in some light, like she was extremely beautiful, like just just gorgeous. And in other light, she was hideous. <laughs> and, <laughs> so... <laughs> He's so He's and so kind, chitty. And so. That is how I feel about this wig. Like, sometimes it is amazing. Like, those shots from um, that performance she did in Vegas uh, Mm a couple months back. Oh, my God. Amazing. But that recent picture that she put out, she looked like little
1: Orphan Annie. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody loves Annie. (laughs) I just... (laughs) You just don't like it. I
0: just... But sometimes it's amazing, and then sometimes it's so wiggy. It's so wiggy, and I love a good wig.
1: But I just, I, I want more. But <laughs> but, but now it is better than that ponytail going straight up. It's better than that. Well, the broomstick, yeah. Everything's better than that. <laughs>
0: But the ponytail at least had history and it had, you know, there was a story I knew you behind was it.
1: Say that. I knew you was going to say that.
0: <laughs> Listen, you know, I love when people rock out and I love when people just do their thing. So I even feel some kind of way like saying I don't like it because what does it matter? Like if she likes it, then that's all that matters. I still, though, I just want somebody to be honest because sometimes I'm like, is it crooked or like, <laughs> why is it like this? And I just. <laughs> But I understand, because even I, like, I feel like I have one of those faces that occasionally can catch even me off guard. Like, if I see myself from the wrong angle, I'm like, oh, girl, what what happened to you? And then sometimes I'm like, girl, you are <laughs> fly. So it just depends. And that's how I feel about this hair. I just want, I, I don't know how to help it. I don't know how to help it.
1: But you know, one look I want her to bring back, and I don't know if it was a wig or just weave or sew in or whatever, because I'm not very girly girl. Um. I want her to bring back just the light, flowy curls from, like, Janet, period. I just want her to kind of decrease the volume in her hair a little bit. I, <laughs> decrease the volume. Yeah, decrease the volume a little bit. Because I'm just saying, like, I like the wig. Don't get me wrong. I like this look better. But I do want Jen to realize that sometimes she don't have to pump up that wig. The, the pump up. I like... I like the
0: volume, the way that it looked in Vegas. I did. I really did. And so I don't think volume is the problem. I don't know what the... Like, sometimes the part is indiscriminate. Like, you can't tell which way it's supposed to be going. And like, is it combed in a circle?
1: Like, I don't understand what is happening. I think they were trying to cover up the part so it don't look so wiggy. Because that's the first thing that we look for when you got a bag, when you got a piece, is the part. It needs a part. It needs... She look like Annie. Annie's a part. <sighs> okay. Well, I hope Janet doesn't wear this wig because you <laughs> will freak out. <laughs> I've braced myself.
0: I think she's in deep with this wig. You know, she... <laughs> You know, our current Janet just pick a do and stick with it. So this wig probably got a good eight, ten month shelf life. So we might. <laughs> Might as well just need to get with it. And again, sometimes it's so fly. Like when she has that black jumpsuit on and the little wig, that's a great look. It's amazing. Just
1: sometimes. (laughs) Now I gotta find that Seinfeld episode. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's get back to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What is most exciting to you about Janet getting into the Rock Hall of Fame?
1: I think it's just because I... For like the last I want to say two years, I've been following the whole outcry of why she hasn't been in. And just actually for a minute there, I felt like I was a part of a movement. And now that I'm actually seeing her getting inducted, I felt like, man, I might have accomplished something in life. I might mm-hmm. want to put that on my resume. What are your biggest accomplishments? I got Janet into the Hall of Fame. Um <laughs> But I'm just glad for her to just be recognized on that level because I always felt like, and I'm not hating on any other artists because, like I say, artists who are in the Hall of Fame do put in work, all artists. I mean, godly. But for her not to be in there and Madonna's in there, no offense to Tupac, when Tupac and N.W.A. got in, I was like, I threw my hat up in the air and went you killing me mm-hmm. i understand i understand what they did for hip hop and rap music but i'm like do y'all not understand what janet did for pop music or just music in general and i think i'm just finally just like realizing that we have to get behind our artists that we really love and we have to speak up on their behalf so i'm glad to see her i'm can't wait to you know for her to get uh, inducted into it and I just finally feel like she's where she belongs. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Billboard Awards the, and all those, those mean a lot. But this right here, like, lets me feel like, all right, she's among the legends where she belongs.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would agree with everything that you said. I think probably what's most exciting for me is the fact that she gets to join her brothers. Mm-hmm. And... um not just that she gets to join her brothers, but like she literally legitimately earned her place as a solo artist. She put in the work. Mm -hmm. When you look at her discography, number one after number one after number one, decade after decade after decade after decade, Mm -hmm. I really don't know that there's anybody in there who has the credentials that she has. And so Mm -hmm. I'm very excited because this means a lot to Janet Jackson fans. And so I'm excited for the fans to get to witness this. And I don't want to say validate it because one of the things I'm struggling with, and I'll ask your perspective on it, but like, is this, I kept asking myself, is this important? You know, like how I feel about the Oscars or Mm -hmm. um, the Emmys or anything like that, because you don't win an Emmy. Does that not, that doesn't invalidate your work. Like if you did good work, you did good work. Why is it so important that we have these establishments to legitimize or authenticate our artists, whether they are musicians or actors or whatever? Like, why is that important for us to kind of just be embraced by the mainstream? That shouldn't matter, right? Right. And so I keep having that conversation with myself, but still I'm so excited about her going to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I cannot fight it. (laughs) (laughs) But still, I just want to put it out there that The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if we're being quite honest, after the initial classes, the space got wider and wider and I can't say more male because it started off male. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. they were basically trying to build this like little exclusive zone and narrowly define rock and roll so that basically they could exclude all the others when you look at the earlier artists that were inducted a lot of them were black folks um, a lot of them were tra- we would view as traditionally r&b mm-hmm. and then it was taken over and just made this like exclusive white boys club like even white women couldn't get mm-hmm. in and so now like to me with janet jackson kind of kicking the door in this kind of says yeah we're here we should have always been here evidenced by the fact that I'm probably the most decorated person to be in here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so that's in a nutshell, that's what it does for me is it kind of uh, puts, puts black music, R&B music back in the forefront and makes folks recognize and deal with it once again, like face your prejudices is what I'm saying. Um, This space should have never grown to be so I don't want to say exclusive to the fact of like, it should be exclusive. Everybody in here should be great, but not mm-hmm. exclusive to the fact that like everybody in here should basically look the same and make the same music. Um, that was never the intent. So that's what it does for me. And I'm pretty excited about that. I'm excited to uh, see her and see what she's going to do.
1: Yeah, you bring up a good point. I just want to say this. The thing different between music and I think sports is you can get into the NBA Hall of Fame without winning a championship. But with music, we've put so much emphasis in the Hall of Fame. I think that this is like our way of saying she got a championship. So I guess that's why I was more into she needs to be in there because I mean, number one singles now are becoming the norm due to the fact of streaming and all that. So I guess I'm still one of those ones that's still kind of old school like she needs this because this is like the championship and if her music was a basketball team, she would have six rings like Jordan. (laughs) I mean, I get what you're saying, like we shouldn't, but I guess I'm still, like I said, old school where I just feel like, yeah she needs this ring. Not that she needs it to validate, but she need to give her a ring. (laughs) Yeah, she earned it, right? So like the difference for
0: me is it doesn't validate or invalidate anyone's career whether they get in or they don't get in because we know that the odds are stacked against a black woman. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't validate or invalidate her career. And I don't think she needs any external source to say it, but she earned it and she should be in there. And the other thing that makes me, I guess, feel a little bit different. I will say when I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, in Cleveland and I did see... Uh, Janet's uh, Rhythm Nation uniform and other little things in there from Janet then this was obviously before she was inducted which you know still very curious to me but so I did go to see her things and that did feel good like I was in there and I just thought to myself like it is cemented and I didn't understand it at the time it wasn't because that display changes but it felt good to know that you know 40 years from now when people walk through there they'll be able to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 40 years from now and um, Maybe 100 years from now, I don't know if Earth will be here beyond that, but uh, 100 years from now, (laughs) they'll be able to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and see her name etched amongst the legends. Maybe no more CDs will exist or, (laughs) you know, I don't know how we'll be getting music at that point, but maybe there won't be any physical things that people can pass around, physical relics of Janet Jackson, but you'll be able to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame And you will be able to see that she was here, she made an impact, and she was special to so many people. So that part right there does please me very much. But also, that part is why I think there should be a Jackson Family Museum.
1: (laughs) Speaking of Jackson Family Museum, a cool fact is that by with Janet's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that means that the Jacksons are now tied with the Isley Brothers for the Most Siblings in the Hall of Fame, which is kind of cool because there's a lot of Isleys. (laughs) There's a lot of Isleys, yes. So
0: six Isleys (laughs) are in there and now six Jacksons are in there. And, you know, that's got me thinking. I will never forget. I'm going to be petty for a second. I will never forget I watched an interview with uh, (laughs) the DeBarge's mom. I don't want to call it because I'm going to say her name wrong, but Mother DeBarge. Yeah. And uh, she was like, very disrespectful to the Jacksons and going on and on and on about like how her children had more talent in the soles of their feet than the Jacksons had. And I mean, she was super disrespectful. And now I'm like, hmm, six Jacksons in the Hall of Fame. Like, "Mm, maybe that's why y'all didn't prosper.
1: (laughs) No, they had issues. I've seen their unsung. song. Uh, the DuBarge the family was talented because I didn't know that Bunny, their older sister, she wrote a lot of hits. Mm-hmm, and she did. If, you, if you're a music fanatic, look her up. You'll be surprised what she wrote. But as far as talent, I mean, you had Bunny, you had Elge. They Jackson, were good. Yeah, they were good. I mean, had- they had Switch. Switch was really good. That's because he could sing very high pitch, like Eddie Kendrick. <laughs>
0: you can't refute that they were talented, but to yeah. say they were more talented than the Jacksons and to like really belittle the Jacksons, that's that's unacceptable. Yeah. And also the fact that your children were founded by Jermaine Jackson, like if he didn't scoop them up, <laughs> they wouldn't really exist. So True.
1: I'm like, uh, okay, okay, ma'am. I think people forget that Tito, even in his age, can still be bang the heck out of a guitar jermaine can play the hell out of a bass randy and michael both were good on keyboards and percussion so don't slip on how much talent is in the jackson family that's just some of it she just had that moment where she wanted to be you know want to throw some rocks kick a little dirt but of course dirt don't hurt so we're going to keep it moving. She did that.
0: She did it quite frequently. I can remember like reading a print magazine and then seeing her in an interview. And I'm just thinking to myself like, man, I don't want to take it out on your children because I like your children, but you are unlikable. <laughs> but did you know that there is going to be a
1: Bobby DeBarge TV One movie? Okay. First of all, who is Bobby? Bobby was the one from Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. one was Bobby? Yes.
0: Yes, and if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I think Bobby and Latoya dated for a very short time.
1: You sure I thought Bobby was a D on the DL.
0: Bobby was on the DL.
1: <laughs> that don't mean he didn't like her.
0: True. <laughs> I <don't> want to see. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> see that movie.
1: I'm glad leave them both the Barge family members alone, man. Leave them alone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Okay. So back to this induction. <laughs> um. So we know. We learned last week. You got you okay? You got to sketch? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we learned last week that um Janelle Monet is going to be inducting Janet.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I like the fact that they chose her because you no, know, she's young, up and coming. She actually has, you know, created her own lane and done it in her own space and way. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But I just wanted tear or Jimmy. I my heart was set on them too. Oh yeah? Yeah. Cause I just felt like Big Brothers presenting little sister with something since Michael's not here. I would even took Jermaine or Tito. No Randy. But you know <laughs> <laughs> You don't gotta be that way about Randy. <laughs> I know. I love Randy. But anyways <laughs> I just felt like maybe they wanted to make sure they get like a younger you know viewership. Yeah I agree. I I think it's probably for viewership. Um, I would
0: have really, I, I think it would have been really special if it was one of her brothers. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because not only are they already in there, but, you know, years ago when they got their BMI Icon Award, Janet presented their mm-hmm. BMI Icon Award. And so mm-hmm. this year when she got her BMI Icon Award, obviously we know Missy Elliott presented it. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. just would be nice to see it, I don't want to say full circle, but like paid, Pay it forward or pay it back or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to see them come out and um, honor their little sister. So uh, I I don't think, I think Janelle Monet was definitely a choice for ratings. And I do like that she definitely, I appreciate that they got a real fan. Like Janelle yes. Monet loves Janet Jackson. So I appreciate that. And I think there's a lot of overlap in the fandoms. Mm-hmm. I think people who like um, Janet Jackson like Janelle Monae mm-hmm. and vice versa. I... I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here and just say, I love that Janelle Monae exists. Yes. I love that she has charted her own lane, that she does what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. I really just love her as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. I have two or three Janelle Monae albums, too. I think. I do not love them. I want to love them. Like, I think I love the concept of Janelle Monae more than I love the music of Janelle (laughs) Monae, if that makes sense. I I feel you. So I'm glad she exists. And I think she's, like, super inspirational. And I just love that she just does what she wants to do. Like, I think she creates from her soul what it, it... Like, she's... I think she's a visionary. I think... Like, she creates real projects. You know, we talked about how people don't make projects anymore. They just make Mm -hmm. singles. She -hmm. creates projects. So, like, all of that about her, I love. Which is why I keep getting these albums that I'm not listening to. I just Mm -hmm. love that (laughs) she is really an artist first. Kind of the way that, like, Prince was an artist first. Like, Prince made the music Prince wanted to hear. And if you wanted to hear it, too, then I was fine. And if yes. not,
1: that was fine too. Like <laughs> he wasn't worried about no album sales or anything yeah. like that. You yes. know. Yeah. So I feel you. And I love Electric Lady. I still listen to that. And the latest one that came out, I still listen to bits and pieces of it. But you're right, she does do it her way. And I like that. And yeah. Jenny and I think that's kind of parallels with Jenny, mm-hmm. because with control, she actually did it her way. And with Rhythm Nation, they was like, give us control too. And Janet was like, mm, no, I'm giving you Rhythm Nation. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, give us Rhythm Nation too. Mm. No, nah, we're gonna go with Janet, period. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. And while we did it look, why we had it uh up my money. <laughs> Pay me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, so I think just by Janelle Monet kind of being like the lovable rebel yes. is kind of like uh reflective of Janet at Lots of her transition periods where, like, she just totally defied what people would have expected her to do, mm-hmm. um, all with a smile on her face and
1: a thank you on mm-hmm. her lips. And at the same time, you moving your ass, you like, golly, go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to sit still <laughs> with them too. So, I hope uh, I I got the feeling she's gonna do a great job, and I'm rooting for her. So, even though she wasn't my first pick, I'm rooting for her. So, do your thing, Janelle
0: absolutely absolutely um so what songs we talked about this before and now more time has passed what songs do you think we're gonna get so let's make our predictions so that we can be very wrong like
1: usual yes very wrong but I think I'm gonna be more right this time <laughs> I think that's the way love goes and I'm more sure now that if and control so those are the three
0: Hmm, I feel like that's the way love goes. It's an interesting choice.
1: I, as you know, love, that's the way love goes. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't think that she would do it at the induction. And how did you not include Black Cat? Because you the only person that really likes Black Cat. I am not the only person <laughs> that likes Black Cat. <laughs> you love Black Cat. And I'm just like, mm, no, if has more. Dun, 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 true, dun. true, like, true, true,
0: true, true. But you like I... Black Cat? I just feel like it's... And she hasn't really performed it in a long time. And she could really rock out on that song. So I'm just hoping that she gives us a little something different. But also, you know what? I think she might sneak in. What's that? Maybe she will. Maybe she won't. She might sneak in screen. You know, she likes to send a message. Yeah. Wow.
1: That would really be sending a message.
0: So we'll see. But I think that that could happen. I have been... Um, you know, she, as usual, hasn't come out and said anything specific about everything that's going on, but, um, you know, she'll drop a message song in a minute and on this stage too. And with it being on HBO, that'll be really interesting.
1: Which, (laughs) you know how I am (laughs) about HBO right now. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. And speaking of songs, uh, we actually have a little Janet Jackson March Madness Going on,
0: (laughs) yes, which has been totally surprising. Like I really don't understand humans anymore. Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) I just
1: just don't know. I just don't know. We're flickle We're 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 not loyal to nothing anymore. (laughs) We have no I
0: I am so surprised. So like you know, you and I went back and forth trying to get the songs in the right order and trying to rank them and what should be above what or whatever. Just like this uh, double. NCAA and so for the most part things are holding true so the songs we rated higher seed so our number one songs are all still alive uh, and the songs we rated lower most of them have fallen off but there have been some surprises like I just can't get over in the first round that and I did rate take care lower but take Mm -hmm. care got beat by come on get up I have no explanation for that (laughs) I just I just, I would,
1: (laughs) I I (laughs) I would expect this from peasants, but not fans. (laughs) Take care. I like take care because it's just my, it's just a groove that I like. It's a
0: groove. Like the harmonies, the groove, everything (laughs) is perfect. The storytelling, everything is perfect. Come on, get up. Was just the early 2000s made for now. True.
1: (laughs) And I don't know. <laughs> I have no explanation. <laughs> when I do, I'm going to come back and we're going to revisit this one.
0: Yes. <laughs> and then, and currently, if in round two, so it's round two still going, but if it's currently beating control.
1: And I am so mad at you about that because. Well, why are you so, mad at me? <laughs> because I was like, how dare. If anybody listens to the podcast, no. If there's any two songs I love to mention and that I truly adore, it's Control and If. It's If and Control. If Control and If could be a remix together, I would buy it, like really buy it. And I sat there for five minutes of my life going, why? (laughs) Why do I have to choose? How did Control and If even be in the same bracket? Like wow. But I then I know. picked if. <laughs> then I chose if and it got you over. You chose it. if? Man, that's rough, because, man. Because with con- and this is funny, so I hope don't laugh. But it's it's two different vibes with control. With control, I have to, like if I hear it in the car. And I hear the like the real album version, not the radio edit. Like I had to make sure why it's you know coming in and you know, it's all about control. I had to get my seatbelt together. I had to make sure I'm ready, my hands grip, because I know I'm finna really bring it. Whereas with <laughs> if with if I could be in, if I turn to it or if I'm in the car, I automatically know I really need to be in an area that I know well because I'm gonna try to do all the dance movements. If does something to me. It's a whole body experience. (laughs) So I was like, what's more important, the car experience or the whole full body experience? And every time I started crushing on somebody, I played if. So that was the reason why I chose if. I know it's long, but that was my theory.
0: Okay, well, I'm glad you worked it out. I mean, I just. (laughs) The only thing I could think about was like, for me, control holds so many memories (laughs) as far as when I discovered Janet. So, you know, the first thing I remember from Janet was pleasure principle. But after that, after that was when I started to take notice and like, you know, go back and see what else she had. And like control for me was it. And I just, and I know that like, if it's a solid song and I too am disappointed in how the brackets lined up, uh, (laughs) but that's the way it works. Uh, So I too was like, oh my God, how is this happening? But if I had to pick, like if I had to imagine a world, imagine a world with no if, and then imagine a world with no control. I don't want to be in the world with no control. I don't want that world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't want to be in the world with no if. I feel like <laughs> you'd make it. I just feel like <laughs> I don't think I'll make it. Mm-mm. But you know, I love all for you. I will go to bed for all for you. Yeah, that's different. I just lost you. I <laughs> just lost you. <laughs> if I, I ever want to choices... make you quiet, I bring up that song and you just go up. Uh,
0: yeah I mean I'm here for you I just (laughs) you wave in the back like brother man (laughs) I I don't dislike all for you I like it and in fact it's it's up against what's it up against right now hang on I'm gonna look hang on I'm gonna look this was my struggle. All for you is, is currently up against doesn't really matter. So I was forced to yeah, vote I had for to go all, to all for you. Yeah, I
1: had to I, vote for all for you. Now, I thought doesn't really matter was your jam. Your jizzle. It am. is too. But uh, every time I hear that, that sample of Luther. It really That's what it for me too.
0: I was like, you can't, can't vote it. against Luther. You
1: can't. Wow. Luther and Janet. What? Well.
0: Well,
1: uh, that's another podcast. <laughs> but also, let's talk about someone to call my lover is beating less weight a while, which is like my slow jam. Yeah, I don't understand
0: that either. I don't understand it. I voted for less weight a while. Cause... I voted for less weight a while too, but most apparently no one else did because it's beating it handily.
1: They, they don't understand how that's when Janet gets on stage and she gets that stool and she gets right. If you mm-hmm. ever see. And she, she be rolling that back. While she be yeah, singing. Yes.
0: Yeah. We're not going to get that. I love that song. Let's it was, that song. That's what it was legitimately one of my favorite Janet slow jams. Like legitimately.
1: And I swear to sweat hotel plays that or funny how times fly every day.
0: Uh, again, two two (laughs) classics, like those are legitimately like songs to me that should go down in infamy. Like if I was going to bury a time capsule with my favorite Janet Jackson songs in there, so for Aliens to discover in like, you know, the year 2090, (laughs) I would put Funny How Time Flies and Let's Wait a
1: While because they need that. They need that. Yeah, they need that. Well, we got a, got a couple more days before we know the final results, so it's still some time for people to bring If on home.
0: Uh, so <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the MJ cast. So the MJ cast has been doing a lot of work. They putting in work. work. Yes. Refuting the mockumentary yeah. from Dan Reed and uh, really reaching out to folks who really knew michael jackson really well mm-hmm. and having them on for interviews and just kind of keeping the conversation going but keeping the conversation going with fact actual eyewitness testimony of folks who were there and this past episode they dropped which i thought was really good featured uh, michael jackson security guard bill whitfield
1: mm-hmm. and this is what i love about mjcast they ask the questions that you would ask if you were in a room with that person and they get down to the detail, especially with this bodyguard and the bodyguard is like, look, <laughs> I was with this man for years. Michael, I think he only mentioned one time that Michael ever left his site really went anywhere without him knowing.
0: Right. And he with was, re-
1: yeah, with grace. And he was just like, don't believe the hype. And as a Michael Jackson fan, I, I, Keep trying to tell people, don't believe the hype. So if you listen to this interview with the bodyguard and you still think that something is going on, went on with between Michael and Mr. Robinson, you some, you just don't want to believe it. Hands down, this man knows what he's talking about. He knows the truth. Just believe it. But I think with this Me Too movement, which I'm not knocking the Me Too movement, because we need the Me Too movement. I just think that people are so quick to be the jury the judge, and just say it's final. Don't put Michael Jackson in that category with other superstars that's getting in trouble. Look at the facts, look at the investigation, and listen to the people who really knew him. Like Donna Ross, when she spoke out, listen to these people. Mm-hmm. The bodyguard said, I'm a grown man. If he was doing something <laughs> to some kids, I would approach him like a grown man. That was my favorite part of the interview. I believed it. I was like... <laughs> I believed it. You know what I'm saying? So That was
0: my favorite part where he was like, I have kids. If yeah. I thought this man was doing something to the people, he said, I would have taken off my security hat and yes. handled it like a grown man.
1: <laughs> yes. And then another thing he pointed out, he was like, why you don't have more pictures other than when they're performing at concerts? Public events. Yeah. Why you don't have nothing more personal? And I'm like, you know what? You're right, cause a camera is always finding, was always finding Michael Jackson. Absolutely. So you would think at some point in time that they would have
0: captured, if they spent as much time as they claimed they did with Michael Jackson, you think they would have captured some pictures that weren't out at public events. And um, so, if anybody wants to hear that, it is the MJ Cast uh, episode. Ninety seven, uh, with Bill Whitfield, and it's really good, so I recommend it if it's something that um you're interested in. And I do just want to say that I think for the most part, like Jan Fam, I you know I've been really proud, have been really standing up for Michael in these streets, and I love that because I think the way that Michael and Jan loved each other th-
1: mm-hmm. is the way
0: their fandoms should love each other. Uh, right, and some people and everybody can't do it, right? Like I want to really shout out like a couple, uh. Kudos to Lamont. His handle is uh ITHL 123. Like he's been dealing with folks left and right and not <laughs> taking any mess um from the trolls uh who are kind of trying to throw Michael under the bus just for the fun of it. Like people are literally creating accounts and they'll have like two tweets and they'll just be like to defame Michael Jackson. And he's really been taking folks to task about that. And I think that's the way it should be. Like I don't I don't know that this, that's The work for everybody, right? Like everybody Mm -hmm. can't do it. But if but I really appreciate that there are folks out there who are fighting a good fight. And I do just want Mm -hmm. to say though, I don't know where this is coming from, but we've been picking up a lot of trolls, like our our podcast site. And most of the trolls claim to be Michael Jackson fans. So they'll have Michael Jackson AVs or like all of their tweets will be Michael Jackson related support, even Michael, you know, in support of Michael Jackson. Yet they will go out of their way to come to our page and tell us why they don't like Janet Jackson or, you know, it's like I've never felt the need to go to a restaurant and tell them why I don't want to eat at that restaurant. <laughs> like, why would you? <laughs> what is your malfunction right. that is compelling you to do this? So I just would ask, encourage people to look within. Like, we try to just have a fun site, love zone, just try to uplift other fans and uplift the community and keep it positive like we try to definitely keep it positive on our timeline like i have another my personal account is where i do all of my political discussions or anything that's not janet related but for our site i just try to keep it keep it light keep it fun so i would just encourage people like michael and janet loved each other and so we are never gonna put anything negative about michael jackson (laughs) I would appreciate it if Michael Jackson fans, if you don't have anything nice to say about Janet Jackson, you could, and there is always this option, which is totally free. You could and say nothing. <laughs> in, in the words of Jay-Z, it cost you nothing
1: to pay me no mind. Right. But here's and this is the thing that frustrates me, is because we all have one thing in common. We all know how close they were. Now, don't come at me with, oh, Janet sucks, Michael. No, don't. No, don't don't do that. Because me, personally, I'm a Michael fan before I was a Janet fan. I spent two weeks, I know, at work defending Michael Jackson when I should (laughs) have been focusing on Janet. But here I am having to educate these fools about Look, y'all don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then they and then they looking at me weird, like, why you know so much about Michael? And then mm-hmm, that's a whole yeah, other yeah. conversation. Leave me alone. But, anyways, I understand MJ fans. They love Mike and they trying to defend Mike. But don't look at Janet fans as the enemy. We're allies. We love Michael too.
0: Absolutely. And
1: it's a sticky situation. I'm not watching my HBO or OWN network. <laughs>
0: Girl, Boy, do you
1: know how broken hearted <laughs> I am?
0: Because I haven't really been able to look at Oprah and Gayle the same. And you know I love so Oprah Winfrey. I'm just so
1: frustrated right now. Right. And I think a lot of time I know, and I know there's some Janet fans that don't like Michael who are throwing stuff out there. And I'm just like, look, you know, Janet. I block all I'll... of them.
0: Anybody on our timeline that's trying to throw salt on oh, Michael, I'm blocked. We're we not going to converse. <laughs> blocked. Right.
1: So it's like, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard. One day I was like, I feel like I'm banging my head against the wall. It's exhausting. I was traveling
0: um, and the group of people that I was with, most of them know that, you know, we have the Janet Jackson podcast. And so because of that, they all always want to ask me Jackson family related questions. And so, you know, I spent a full week uh, defending (laughs) Michael Jackson and trying to get people to like. Uh, Dig deeper and use some critical thinking skills. And literally everybody I talked to, like after I said a couple things, they were like, oh, that man, that does make sense. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. well, why? Yeah, that does make sense. Um, But it is time consuming to Mm -hmm. constantly have to defend Michael Jackson. And it's so frustrating to me because I'm like this man, he literally died for this. Like this, Mm -hmm. he died for this. And we're still digging, you know, and throwing stones at his bones And I just I'm so frustrated. But another part of me that's really frustrated is I feel like all of this that's happening now, the documentary and then, you know, Mm -hmm. the fan bases in an uproar trying to fight. And then all these celebrities who are chiming in, (sighs) whether they are for or against. And Mm -hmm. some of them have been so terrible. And Mm -hmm. the one thing that frustrates me sincerely, deeply, deeply and I hope that she isn't as frustrated as I am. But I feel mm-hmm. like all of this is overshadowing what should be Janet's time to shine. Right, She is going into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. And all we're talking about is people who are accusing her brother of being a pedophile. Right. Who are wrongly accusing and we have to defend it. And it's like, we can't not because it's happening right now. But it seems like to me, I just wish that will she ever have like, you shouldn't have to be under the shadow of some made up accusations about your brother where you can't shine on the day, you know, you're going into the Rock Hall of Fame.
1: Right. I agree. Because like Billboard, I think TMZ was reporting that Billboard was trying to meet up with uh Wade and the uh the director and all that. And I'm just like, why? Why? Mm-hmm. Why feed into this? Because it's clickbait. It gets you more advertising. That's absolutely it. Yeah.
0: It's all about money because usually when people say it's all about money, and I used to get so frustrated when people say that about, you know, victims of certain things or whatever. But literally, mm-hmm. what victims have gone on press junkets and have you know, shop that story to various TV networks. And because they literally like just shopping, you know, every week or so, we find out if another Mm -hmm. network has picked it up. Mm -hmm. And I'm so frustrated because this is her time. (laughs) This is-
1: Right, right. And this
0: is sucking the air out of the room for something that shouldn't even be, it shouldn't be a thing.
1: Yeah, I want to give kudos to Essence. They actually put out there, hey, Jen is getting ready to get inducted. But then if you look underneath it, G- Gail King is getting another contract inking a two-year extension with CBS because of her association with Oprah and the the whole Never surviving Neverland, whatever you want to call it, in the R. Kelly interview. And I'm just like, really? You going to use this story to get you some more bucks on your check? Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. But I am
0: glad. I don't know if you've been keeping up on Instagram and all of that, but I am glad. It seems like the family is still... Um kicking it. And I did appreciate Siggy yeah. a couple
1: days back. You know, he, I like Siggy because Siggy Siggy keep it all the way real. Yeah. Siggy like, y'all, y I, I ain't my parents. I'm gonna tell you what. Siggy said, I ain't got nothing to lose. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to lose.
0: <laughs> but he didn't get up and he's like, My dad can't speak about this. My aunt can't speak about this, but I can. Yeah. Um and you know, so I appreciate that and I really appreciate the the younger generation really kind of like taking up the mantle and doing that and that has got to be exhausting yeah I it's even a thing that they have to do but I do appreciate that they still having a good old time like I saw the family came out on Instagram Siggy and uh Austin had uh clips on their Instagram
1: live of Genevieve's engagement party yes congratulations and they were having a good old time. Like we say, hey. They hey, were. Reedy was dancing. Hey, all they were getting hey. it, boy. <laughs>
0: they even had like, you know, the stereotypical black moment that happens at every black function. <laughs> Atomic Dog came on and some cues took to the floor.
1: Man, when that, when Atomic Dog plays and there's some cues in the building, <laughs> you might as well grab your drink yeah. and go and find you Don't somewhere to go. Yeah. Let them have that flow. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so
0: they had that moment the floor cleared I'm glad that even in the midst of all of this nonsense they're still finding a way to get together and celebrate and keep each other uplifted and I do hope you know we know that they aren't going to induct her but I hope I hope 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 that some of the family shows for the induction and just rallies around her because I know they've been super busy they all got their own careers you know the Jacksons are still doing their thing and of course they've been doing some press against leaving Neverland but I just hope and if she wants it, maybe I want something different than Janet wants. But if she wants it, man, I hope the Jacksons come out in full
1: force for her Rock call induction. I'm, I'm willing to bet $100 that I don't have that Rebe will be there. Because Rebe will be there. T- Austin will be there. I feel strongly. <laughs> <laughs> Rebe will show up Rebe the AT Baby what you in You got a recital I'm she'll there to She be in baby. your Kindergarten class Recital girl And she'll be, Have brought you Some roses Yeah You ain't say But two lines In the Christmas play She'll be there mm-hmm. And maybe Toya Because Toya Will pop up too She will Yeah yeah
0: So I feel like Rebe Ruby, Rebe's kids are You can count on them mm-hmm. And so uh, Hopefully they'll be there And I just want her To have a good old time
1: But <laughs> It's gonna be a minute <laughs>
0: Mike, who did uh, induct Janet campaign that really spearheaded and rallied a bunch of folks together, he and his team, uh, they're doing a kind of a pre-show party and a after party that's going to be DJ by DJ Active. Yeah. So that Friday, March 29th, is going to be packed. So I think they still got some tickets for the after party. So if you want to get on that on Eventbrite, you should do that. And um, I'm excited for it, man. I'm just so happy for Janet Jackson and for the Jan fam. I, I feel like... So many people wanted this so badly, probably more than she wanted it. So many of us wanted this moment for her so badly. And I hope that it is magical and special and memorable because I just want her to have some great memories of this night because she truly deserves it.
1: Yes, she does. And I just want to let whoever plug performs if, if y'all don't get them dance steps right. Because the i going to be looking for you.
0: <laughs> it's. Uh... I have I have faith. Whomever is with her, they are going to kill it. I'm expecting great things. And I just hope she enjoys it and has herself a bar. Alrighty. Um, well, let's just wrap. You and I talked about cancel culture and how it seems like week after week somebody's going down. So last couple of weeks we had Jess Hilarious take a tumble. Yeah. Then Daniel Caesar was like, oop, that looks fun. Let me jump off this cliff. <laughs> I don't want to talk specifically about what they are doing, but I did want to say, what, if anything, can make you cancel Janet Jackson?
1: There's only one thing.
0: And let me say, we're going to take off the table, not breaking any laws, right? So she's not. Hmm.
1: No, Janet could break all laws and I'll still be like, yo, Janet, I got you, girl. Got some Newports. It's going to be right there with you. Not some Newports. (laughs) Got to have Newports when you go to jail. (laughs) I got camp folks. <laughs> New poison and Bras. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that will make me cancel Janet and you probably agree with me too is if she ever does a reality TV show and Tamar is with her. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I'm done, son. <laughs> that, th- th- I'm that that I'm taking that go out. the line? <laughs> That's the line. If Janet says, I'm doing big brother. And then I see Tamar, I'm done, I'm like- mm-hmm. <laughs> So I've never <laughs> seen any of those shows, but I feel like that could be interesting, I will watch it. Well, if it's Janet by herself, I'm fine, but it seems like whenever Tamar is in the reality show, it just gets very, <laughs> it just, so Janet, documentary, fine. Reality show, okay. But now if Taymor show up, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do you like I did Kanye. Clip. <laughs> I, have no, <laughs> I have no Kanye songs. <laughs> None. <laughs> he gone. And do you know, before he got canceled, I bought college dropout three times because I kept <laughs> scratching the CD. So I put it on my hard drive like, duh, came technology. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Too funny. Man, let me think. I don't know. I I mean, I'm trying to think of if there's anything she could do in my book to be canceled. Mm -hmm. One thing that would hurt my heart. No, I don't even want to say that one. You
1: got to say something.
0: I don't know if I would cancel her still, but man, I would be heartbroken. If she would. If she ever pulled some kind of move like she was going to do a duet with Justin Timberlake or something. That...
1: Would be a problem for me. Oh, that would break you. That would break your heart. You would would probably call me and go, cousin, do you want some Janet Jackson stuff? (laughs) I just, I would have to talk you off the ledge. I wouldn't (laughs) be
0: be okay. I wouldn't be okay. I just, I don't know. I feel like she's got the personality where she could be like, ah, bygones, it's bygones. But I just feel like you haven't properly. Address that situation and therefore I can't bygone
1: it. Janet has addressed that situation when they said that she might be performing and she put out <laughs> that picture. Say, I will I not. I will not. <laughs> Thus, she has addressed that situation. Next, look, next. Thank you, next. Next.
0: <laughs> That's fair. I accept that. <laughs> Okay, that's it for us. On behalf of myself, Courtney Stribble, and my cousin, Cousin Cam, we'd like to thank you for spending time with us. If you like our show, please subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, chat with us via Twitter and Instagram, at JJTodayPod. Feel free to leave us a comment, drop us a like, and tell another Danny Jackson fan about our show. Our intro and outro music, Good For You by THBD is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license.
1: Janet today, Janet tomorrow, Janet forever.